0: authors. Welcome back to another podcast episode. My name is Daria White. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I hope you guys are having an amazing week. There's a lot going on on my end, but I wanted to go ahead and share this episode. I have shared in the past about how I've been plotting my stories. I'm still revising Christmas therapy. I have some more uh, things that I'm working on as far as other stories and other books, but I wanted to go ahead and share. I kind of switched things up a little bit. Because a lot of you have heard of Save the Cat, and I know that is a um, term or a system to help plot your stories. It's seen a lot when plotting screenplays. I know there's also um, a book by Blake Snyder called Save the Cat. And he has a beat sheet that you can follow. And basically, beats are just sequences, sequences that your story follows. And it's honestly like a formula. And I also am going to be referencing Savannah Gilbo's blog. I have mentioned her before. Uh, she does have a Twitter account. That you can follow her on Twitter. And she's the one that really helped me when it came to really um, starting my book right with a great hook. And her perspective just really just took my hooks to a whole new level so shout out to Savannah you can go to her blog post this is called how to plot a novel with save with the save the cat beat sheet and you can even download the free worksheet so it's all honestly broken down into like 15 beats starting off with your opening image stating your theme your setup your catalyst the debate um, Beat 6 is Break Into 2, and I'll explain these in case you're not as familiar with it, but some of us already are, and some of this, um, uh, is already familiar to us. B-Story, Fun and Games, Midpoint, Bad Guys Close In, All Is Lost, Dark Night of the Soul, Break Into 3, Finale, and then the Final Image. So it's a total of 15 Beats. So I would say these are your pivotal scenes and then anything else in between your bridge scenes build up to each of these beats. So it doesn't matter what word count you have, but each beat needs to be there. Now, your beats may not have all 15 of these. You may have 10, you may have eight, depending on the length of your story. So I've been using this recently, and I recently used this beach sheet, Save the Cat with Christmas Therapy. And I had used other systems before, but I really wanted to try Save the Cat. I don't think anything needs to be set in stone. Now, if you have your own system when it comes to plotting, please stick with it. Don't confuse yourself if this feels overwhelming. But for me, still being new to everything and still learning and going through trial and error, I wanted to just kind of see if I could follow it and if it would be helpful so I was able to basically take Christmas therapy, especially since I had started writing it a year before and I got stuck with the story. So by me taking what I already had and then basically stripping it to, I to, I guess to where I had my most pivotal scenes and I was able to fill in each of the beats. Then I was able to say, okay, this is my formula this is basically the bones of my story. Now I can build on it because I know, okay, this needs to build up to the inciting incident. This needs to build up to my first plot point. However you do it, see if you can break down your story to where you get the foundation of it. And if you can't see the foundation of the story, then I think that's when you need to go back to the drawing board. Now, if you're a pantser and this is not up your alley, then again, stick with what works for you. But for those of us that are plotters, but we're not quite sure how to plot, I don't see why you can't try with save the cat. So when you're starting off, it's the first beat is your opening image Or this could be like your first glimpse into the story and I honestly think this is the same thing as a hook so for those of us that are familiar with hook this would be the same as the opening image so your your first scene how you want to open it up and remember this is going to be leading to your inciting incident what has to happen in your hook in order to prepare you for the inciting incident what has to happen or to get your reader enticed to keep going and then B2 is the setup, basically your normal world. We all know that. How does your character usually act before anything changes? How do they normally act? And this is, again, your introduction of your protagonist before your story actually begins, so it just kind of sets it up a little bit not too much because you don't want to info dump with backstory but just enough to where you see the character who they are maybe you see a little bit into their personality you may share a few things on their physical appearance you may share how they respond to family and friends you may share how they react and act at their jobs maybe they lose their job or something like that but it just shows how they are in their normal world and how they normally behave before things really change And then the next beat is theme stating or a subtle direct statement foreshadowing the character's growth. And I do also recommend that you watch... The YouTube video that Readsy has. Readsy is another source that gives tips for authors, so you can look that up on YouTube. I'll see if I can find it, the name of it, and put it in the description box for this episode. But they also break down Save the Cat, Readsy, R-E-E-D-S-Y, plus the blog from Savannah Gilbo. So two resources for you there. But I love how even in the video, they break this down in terms of you know you're kind of foreshadowing a little bit maybe you give a hint into what your character is dealing with in terms of their wound and it's like they know they need to change but because the inciting incident hasn't happened yet they're not going for it so maybe there's a hint of something you're foreshadowing it but it hasn't propelled the story yet And then that's followed by your inciting incident or your catalyst. This is changing everything up. Your character is being caught off guard in a romance. They've probably met their love interest. And now things now things will never be the same. Basically, since this event has occurred, things will never be the same. And then that'll take it to your debate In this instance, in this particular beat, your protagonist has to decide whether or not to accept the call to adventure. And I would say this is the same thing as your first plot point. This is what's going to really throw your characters together if it's a romance or this is your character deciding, okay, based off the inciting incident, what are they going to do? So that's pretty much act one of your book, I think. Those few beats right there. And then act two, going into the next big break into two, or your protagonist makes an active choice. Now that they've made a decision based off the first plot point, now they're being proactive and they're adjusting and they're learning how to get along in this new scenario and in this new world and they're being challenged. And then that goes into your B story or an introduction of a subplot. And maybe you can introduce... Uh, maybe you can introduce rather another character. Maybe something else is going on. Maybe this will also include maybe the external conflict. You already see what's going on in terms of the inner conflict and it's basing off of them responding to what happened in the inciting incident and now they've made their decision. But maybe the B story, something else is happening on the outside and it's causing more external conflict to where now you have both internal and external. Following by promise of premise, fun and games this is exploring the story's main plot line and concept so again this is where all the stuff is happening maybe you have some adventures going on maybe your two characters and your romance are getting closer together maybe they're sharing some moments with each other So that is the promise of premise. And then all this leads to your midpoint, the turning point. This could either be something really, really great happening, and they think everything's going to be okay. Or this could be something really, really bad happening. And they're like, okay, what do we do now? So this, again, is a turning point for your main character. And that goes into the next few beats, which are the bad guys closing in or this forces... um, or or the forces of antagonism growing, uh, drawing closer, and then this escalates the stakes. So maybe something else happens. So as you can see, everything is building up to these different beats. Again, you don't have to have all 15, but have something to where it's building and building and building to the next beat to where you do have a page turning novel. This leads into the next one. All is lost. Your protagonist reaches the lowest point. It seems that there is no hope. This would be considered the second plot point, I believe, for those of you that are more familiar with that. And it just feels like what is going on? Ultimate low? What are we going to do? And then Dark Knight of the Soul, your protagonist finds new hope, makes a new plan, and decides to move forward. I think that can even coincide with your crisis. Again, however you want to do that. But Dark Knight of the Soul, they have to make a decision. What are they going to do? Based off of what happened in, in the second plot point, when it, when, it, when everything felt like it was lost, what are they going to do now? And I think... Uh, cause I kind of separated these between act one, act two, and act three, cause that's how it, it's helpful for me. So I think that will conclude act two. And then going into act three, Break into three, or your protagonist takes action from the crisis. Now that they've made their decision, whether it was good or bad, regardless if it's a positive change or a negative change, they made their decision and now they're executing it. They're moving forward. And that leads into the finale or the moment of highest, highest tension. So this is the moment that has been leading up uh, for your readers. This is the ultimate ultimate highest point of tension and your protagonist achieves or fails at their goal so this is the climax everything's been building up into this point so you want to make sure that this is the height of everything so you've been building up Into the climax. So make it count. Don't falter now after all these beats beforehand. Make this count now as your climax. And then the final beat is your final image or your last image and feeling and letting the audience depart from the story. So basically, your resolution, your ending. Everything has happened, everything's worked out. If it's been a positive change or everything didn't work out, and maybe it was a negative change, or in a love story, your characters end up together. Maybe it's the last few chapters, maybe it's an epilogue. And you're tying all of the loose ends and you're making sure that nothing was left undone or unsaid. So all of that (laughs) may seem like a lot, but this is pretty much how it works. And I know for some of us that are pantsers, we don't want to feel like we're in a box when it comes to plotting because you just won't let our creativity flow. I used to be like that and I still pants. I mostly pants when it comes to dialogue. I mentioned that before, but when it comes to having a system to where I'm following it, It does flow better I don't feel as if I don't know where my story is going and I feel more confident in what I'm writing because I'm following just the pattern you're just following the pattern the creativity can still happen within the pattern but I think it is helpful to have uh, type of system to follow to where you can execute your story better and hopefully you can write it in a shorter amount of time as opposed to maybe it took you a little bit longer but however you want to do it is okay <laughs> it's your story so you write it the way that you want to write it but you guys can check that blog post out you can also check out the youtube bit vi- uh, the youtube video from readzy and again see if this is something that can help you when it comes to plotting your story and just see how it pans out it may or may not work for you, you you may like Save the Cat you may like another way of doing this but I just wanted to go ahead and share since I recently started using Save the Cat. So I hope you guys have an awesome rest of your day and remember if you wrote a book it is already unique because you wrote it and no one can write a book like you. So God bless and I'll talk to you guys later. Bye!